Copa MX Network production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things moto-centric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. Hey guys and gals, welcome in. This is the Rocky Mountain ATVMC.com Kiefer Tested Podcast presented by FXR Racing and REP Suspension. Thank you for joining me. I appreciate you guys downloading this episode and also telling your friends, family, riding buddies, whatever it is, talk to them about this show. Tell them to go to KieferInkTesting.com for more information on their bikes. And if you guys need help, you guys know the address. Chris at KieferInkTesting.com is the place to get some answers. If I have them, if I do not know the answer, I will tell you I don't know. I'm an idiot, and I can't help you. I'm not going to make up some freaking answers like some other people may do for you in the media world. Um, we're pretty honest around here. So uh, thank you for joining me. This show is all about, that's right, can you guys feel it? <laughs> the futures talk, man. It's going to be good. Aiden Kiefer, Jackson Pascal are in the studio today. We're going to talk about Anaheim 2 and the futures event. Talk about Jackson, what he went through, how his race was, how uh, emo my kid was because he wasn't racing, and if his uh, his big V was tucked up inside of his pants because he saw the jumps. So we'll talk about all of this and more. Uh, but first things first, RockyMountainATVMC.com is the one and only place to go shopping. Go to KieferInkTesting.com, click on the RMATVMC banner, and that leads you back to the website and you continue to live your life and do your shopping that gives us a snippet of what you guys are purchasing and helps me raise my child because he is expensive especially in california and in the sport and motocross holy hell you need a lot of money to do it and we're going to talk about money in this uh episode as well uh but thank you guys for actually going shopping over at rmatvmc.com it helps us out a lot and if you guys want to get some kick-ass gear the le edition fxr gear is out now use the code KKMX35 to save 35%. And if you're a lady and you like to look fresh, real fresh, I have a special code for you. Hit me up on my email and I'll get you that lady code. And looking good on the motorcycle. And Mark and the gang, holy hell, Derek Kelly is ripping. And he has REP suspension on his KTM and the whole AEO squad over there. Mark is the brain child. I want to say the child. Brain man. That's a real world word. Brain man, Aiden? Brain child. I know. How I smart know. is Mark? He's very smart. He's a good guy, too. Smart, and he's a good guy. Clean. Uh, you will not find a cleaner suspension shop anywhere in the world. You and could actually just pay, put the food directly on where he changes the parts and the suspension and eat your food because that's how clean Mark has his shop. It's and insane. And you will not find a suspension guy that has good calves like Mark. I don't think people care about his calves, but... He's got some nice calves, right? He has good settings for all different kinds of bikes, especially if you're a KTM Husqvarna gas gas owner. Uh, I have a special code KKREP if you want to take your stuff there. And if you have any questions about Mark and the gang, hit me up on my email, and I'll happy to answer those for you. Thank you to all of our 2023 sponsors, Power Motorsports, Work Connection, Lit Pro, Blood Lubricant, 6D Helmets, International Vet Motocross, Aiden. You know what that is? I do not. That's used a new to be, one. Used to be Old Timers Association, but so, they changed the name up because Old Timer sounds like you're 98 and you're still riding dirt bikes. Yep. Vet Motocross sounds like you're just 
You're just a little bit older. You're 35 and plus. It's 25 and you're plus. You're Phil now. Nicoletti, and you still like to go ride dirt bikes. You're, <laughs> you're Chris Blows, and still like to go ride dirt bikes. <laughs> they can go to the International Vet Motocross Association, oldtimersmx.com. They have longer motos. Chris Blows would love that. 18-plus minutes of motos for the old dudes. Even though they can't hang on more than two to three laps, you still get a longer moto in. Uh, go visit those guys, Dunlop Motorsports, Pro Taper, ScreenPrintingDone.com, and the official decals of Kiefer Inc. Testing, Decal Works. They make up Aiden's graphics, my graphics, numbers pre. Aiden doesn't like them, but I love them. Die-cut numbers. Die-cut yeah. numbers are sick. It's the way to go, right, yeah. Jax? Thank you, Jax. On a practice bike all day. On like, a race bike. A race, like, if you have sponsors that you need to represent, you want full graphics on your Well, graphics, bike. but, dude, the die-cut numbers, it's but, so slap on and go. Yeah. Hundred percent. Do it up with a decal, like, like on a Honda with the red background, oh. or or like a Yamaha, just all blue plastics with die cuts. Or how about Dude. the half preprint, like you have the white but only like half of it back. Yep, that's also sick. on a three digit, so yep. it's kind of die cut but kind of half background, kind of like PCs. I don't know. I don't remember. You look at PCs graphics. Everything's mm, cut. Yeah, kind of. Everything's Push that cut. mic closer to your face, Jax. Yes, sir. Um, all right. So we ripped off the sponsors. We're here. We're going to talk about the futures from Anaheim Two. Jackson Pascal, first time racing the futures. Aiden was supposed to race this, but he broke himself off, and he is scared now. So we <laughs> will uh, talk about his fears of jumps and uh, combos. I guess we should say, or the whoops. What are we scared of? Mm. Well, the whoops didn't look bad this weekend, but I also was not riding. Well, okay, buddy. They, they weren't bad, but... I was not riding, so I what, couldn't see him. So from what the riders told me, the whoops weren't hard, but they were edgy. Yes. That's what made them hard. Yes. So the size of them and the spacing wasn't the problem. No. It was the edginess and the, how it got cupped out. The concrete curbs. They, they were really soft. Like Friday when I was in qualifying... Mm-hmm. Like basically stayed perfect the whole day. Like barely even started getting cut. Because you were the only ones day. riding. Because we were the only one. Yeah. Because press day they were right. skipping the whoops. But yeah, I mean, by the time I went out for first practice on Saturday, after the pros had only gone out like for two free practices, yeah, the amount they had broken down was yeah, unbelievable. It was gnarly. Uh, before we jump into this, do you practice or have you practiced much jumping them versus? I know you're a long dude, yep. so you're gonna kill them, right? But what about practicing jumping them beforehand? Yeah, yeah. Um, Lake Elsinore, a few weeks ago, were like really big, really cupped out. Like I sure wasn't skimming them. I mean, Josh Hill was there; he wasn't skimming them. So I feel like if he's not skimming them, I don't have to skim them. <laughs> Some of you guys out there, are, you'll hit me up on my social media and you'll ask me, Kiefer. Uh, his suspension or his chassis must suck. He's not skimming anymore. But, um, you know, take, for example, Cooper Webb. You'll see Cooper jumping him, and he was in the main event. And it was about equal. It was Roxon was skimming, Cooper was jumping, and it looked about the same. Yeah. Um, the thing about jumping is it's way more consistent. When and you're you skimming, use less energy is the other thing, too, which is big. When you skim you have a tendency to make more mistakes because the bike is in slightly less control than you are of jumping through them. So at some point in time, it is just safer and as fast to jump them. So it not necessarily means the bike is working like shit. It's just the rider decided, hey, you know what? I can maybe make up some time from consistency every lap here versus maybe making up a tenth or losing two tenths if I screw up. So it's a decision that, these guys make before the main event even starts. Like, I'll talk to guys and be like, okay, I'm going to start jumping on X lap, like a lap 11. Yeah, right. 
I mean, a lot of guys have their set out like, I'm going to sprint for these first four laps, and I'm going to skim the whoops. After that, I'm going to start jumping through until my last three laps, I'm going to start skimming again. Right. So everyone just relax. I know we're all quarterback racers over here, but uh, these guys do know what they're doing. I know I do the same thing on football, and the football game is on. I say, why didn't they do this? They should be doing this. I know everything about football, but I don't know shit about football. It's the same thing with dirt bike bench racers. Uh, we all ride dirt bikes, sure, Glen Helen, but it's not it's, a, it's not the same thing as these guys are doing on Saturday nights. It's a lot different. Trust me on that. Um, all right, so Jackson, give me a little background on you, and then where you at are right now as far as your team and everything. So get the people out there. Who are you? Where are you from? How long have you been racing? So I'm from Colorado. Uh, I've been racing. I've been racing since I was six. Riding a dirt bike since I was four. But, you know, not like not like a lot of these kids that are these amateur kids, right? Like I was I was the weekend warrior. I'd ride for three months out of the year, go race a weekend, go ride once at my local track during the week after school. In the winters you're SOL. Yeah, no, I, yeah, in the winters you don't you don't ride. Right. So, you know, I would it would be six months on, six months off, no training, like, you know, nothing like that. When did it start kicking in for you like, Oh, I kinda wanna do this more? What age? So the the basically the day I got on an eighty five, I kind of flipped a switch a little bit, um, and I started kind of winning my local races and learning how to race, starting to be in the fight. And I was I was about nine uh, when I got on eighty five. But you know, at that point, it just became oh, I you know, this is going to be my sport. So that's when I kind of started quitting school sports. Yeah, and you know, instead of going to basketball practice at the end of the day, I would go ride my dirt bike. So then I was, you know, turned from once a week to three times a week riding, racing on the weekends. But, you know, still like gym workout, like all that didn't exist for so, me. So for a lot of these people that listen to my podcast, we're like techie kind of guys, fans of the sport yep. from real young age. Did your, did your dad ride and race too? Or he just said one day put you on a bike? So he always loved dirt bikes. But never, never rode a dirt bike as a kid till I think he bought a dirt bike when he was 18, 19. Parents would never, never, never buy him one, never do anything with it, never supported it. Um, but, you know, when he buys a dirt bike, it, he rides it around his neighborhood. Yeah, right. Right, like, he didn't know motocross existed. Right. He just and did it because of the freedom part of it. Yeah, right. Like, right. he was soul rider. Soul rider, exactly. Which we love soul riders. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nothing wrong with them. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, and then, you know, he got in trail riding bought my older brother a dirt bike so you know they just kind of went in trail road once a month or whatever so you know when i was four he bought me a little offset which is what aiden started on as well yeah right just a little easy mess around bike bought me a pw took me out to the track one day and uh we met which rob amandi's been on a few of your mm -hmm. podcasts as well so uh, we met rob amandi out there one day at our local track and my dad kind of asked him to do some lessons with me, just teach the basics because we didn't know anything about the sport. Yep. And he was a local pro and kind of introduced me to what motocross was, not just trail riding. And, uh, you know, as a So Rob was a big part of you trying to. Yeah. Without Rob, I'm, I'm, uh, playing school football. <laughs> here's the thing about, and I, I guess we could have a whole show on this too, but as far as trainers go, right? Like it's very, and here in California, there is a shit ton of trainers. Uh, right now, like Aiden, I mean, I can teach Aiden everything he wants to know. Like, I think I'm I'm capable of doing that. But I got to remove myself a little bit from yeah, Aiden. No, because no kid wants to listen to his dad right. all the time. So I had to put him with someone. So 
it is very difficult for me to find someone that I trust, one, to, to help my kid throughout the day. Number two, give them the proper information. And, a st- and three, still relevant to actually be able to do all of this. So it's very tough for me. There's, there's a dime a dozen out there. There's a shit ton of trainers sitting on the side of the track. I have no fucking idea who they are. They don't ride or anymore. I don't see them riding. Right. So it's very hard for me to say, yeah, man, teach my kids something when I could fucking do it way better than they can. So I don't want to put my money into that. So Rob is like a chameleon. He's a very, he's like a unicorn. Yeah. One, he's a, a superb human being, which is rare. Yeah, I mean. And he still yeah. can ride dirt bikes at a, at a good level. Yes. And he can articulate it well. So for me, that is like a key to the puzzle for you guys out there listening to this that maybe are trying to get your kids into the sport or maybe you're on the cusp of going to Futures and you don't have a trainer. You don't need a full-time, I need to go to a freaking Club MX or SOB. Right. You, need a, you need a little bit of insight from a different perspective. And make sure that perspective is someone that is still relevant within our sport, that has evolved within. Yeah, he's not teaching the same thing for the past 10 years. I mean... Because it is different. Buddy Antonis helps you. I feel like, yeah, Buddy isn't writing anymore, but he has evolved with it. He has seen the change within styles, techniques, so he understands it. And he's in the, in the industry. Yeah, and or he like just... he's in it. You need someone that's like that, not... Uh, Johnny Bo Cream that lives down the street that has a, a 1979 bike that says, yeah, I used to race dirt bikes, I'll help your kid. No, unless you just want a babysitter. Right. So to your point right here, like Rob's a very key ass, you know, asset to your program. 100%. I mean, yeah. he's the reason I'm here for sure. Right. Um, okay, so then you start riding. We can just we can make this a whole show about what happened. But <laughs> you, you've been to Loretta's. You've gone racing all over. Uh, yep. You raced... I mean, you've been racing a lot of races for a few years now, like a lot of the big amateur yeah, nationals, right. mini O's, Texas, Loretta's, all these things. Yep. You're moved up to the A class this year. You graduated high school. Yep. Um, there was a point in, I guess, this is something I wanted to talk about. So you graduated high school. Yep. Time to shit or get off the pot. Yeah, right. That's what my dad told me, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, you're at a crossroads. You finally said, okay, I'm going to go for it for an X amount of time. What's the plan? Uh, so we got futures this year, and then I want two years in pros. Okay. So yeah. that's your plan. I got three years, including yeah. this year, and this is my window to see what happens. Yeah. And then you have something else you want to do if it doesn't work out. And if it does work out and you're seeing progress and you're getting some help, you'll continue on. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. So I think that's a great plan. Um, I talked to a lot of riders. I just did a bunch of RacerX videos um, Friday at A2 with all these privateers, right? And there's some privateers that have their shit together as far as like, okay, I have a plan. I've got some marketing behind me. I'm actually making some money. And then there's guys that don't really have a plan or spending all of their money and they're in their late 20s. And it's like, it's yeah. tough, right? And I am all about chasing the dream and doing it. But at some point in time, you've got to like, okay, man. Supercross, at least, is not for me anymore. I'm still going to go race and do other things. you got to be within reality. Yeah. So um, it's nice to have a plan. And if the plan is, hey, I'm going to race till 30 and then I have a plan, great. But if you talk to some of these guys, I'm like, how long are you going to do it? And they're like, I don't know. I'm just going to do it. I'm like, well, what the fuck? <laughs> like, you don't have, I mean, what about life and, and living? I, you have money? No, I don't have that much money. I'm just spending it on, I'm like, wow. And then you guys got guys <laughs> like Nagy. That are just all in, awesome dude, 
Uh, he's self-aware. He knows what he's what he's doing. He knows that he's not going to be anything special, but he's busting his ass. Doesn't have shit. I mean, and just he, he would rather be doing anything no, else. But he has a plan. Right. Like he's, I'm doing it because of this. I have this, and I'm just, you know, I'm going to wing it a little bit in the in the the sense that I don't have much to do for racing, but like my life plan, I have this this ready to go. Right. So I think that's cool. So if you're out there, you need to have somewhat of a plan like you. That's nice. So this year you got on the SLR Honda team. Yep. Give us a little bit of background about that and then a little bit about the team that people don't know about. Yeah, so um, Mark Samuels, owner of the team. If you don't know who Mark Samuels is, he's a, well, they say, seven and a half, but seven-time Baja 1000 champion. So What's the half? The thing? half is, uh, I want to say, six years ago. Um his team won Baja. That oh, that's when they protested the thing? Yeah, yeah so yeah, that yeah. might have been Ox then. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, but anyways, so the dude that finished that finished for the team last came across the finish line doing a wheelie, lost the wheelie. Correct, I remember that. And kind of like ghost rode a little ghost bit. rode the bike yeah. and hurt some people, so they took the took the win away from him. It's so fucked. Yeah, so seven and a half, he says. That's lame. <laughs> yeah. So that's his team. So that's his and, team. And, uh, I'll add to that real quick. Yep. Honda doesn't really have a lot of amateur motocross support. Nope. It, it wasn't very organized. So Mark's trying to organize that portion for Honda, and Honda's allowing him to do that. Yep. So the riders are? Uh, me, Jackson Pascal, Parker Ross, and Noah Viney. Okay. And out of Yucca Valley? Yep, that's where the, the team is. So the shop, Mark, everyone lives out of Yucca Valley, California, which is in the Dez, which I mean, It's I really only Mark that lives out of Yucca Valley. Everyone I, think, I think Talon, Talon Fontaine lives out of Yucca Valley. No, Talon's Redlands. Yeah, Redlands, really? yeah. His Somebody, dad works up in there, though. Okay, maybe that's it. And yeah. then, because Mar- Cole and Collier are in Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Mark is spearheading the amateur motocross support side. Uh, with the help of Honda, so he has some budget to help some of these kids and try to get um, Honda a little bit more known in the amateur world because there's not, compared to Yamahas and Cowies and even KTMs, there's not a lot of Hondas on the line when you go no. to amateur national. No, I mean, even since I switched to Hondas before this whole ride thing in October, yeah, like it was, I was, I was the only Honda sitting in top 10. So why did you choose Honda? So after the backstory about that, after the Paula Combine, I was kind of struggling with the KTM. Didn't really fit my body style. Obviously, you know Chris Kiefer is a pretty. How uh, tall are you? Six foot four. Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So Uh, what we call a six foot four human being that rides a dirt bike, we call him a mutant. (laughs) And the only reason why I say that is because I got called that a while ago when I was on a brochure shoot with Yamaha. I was at Lake Whitney, Texas, and the photographer's like. Get this fucking guy out of here. He's a fucking mutant. I wow. need someone smaller. So then we started like uh, laughing about it. <laughs> and uh, so now when I see guys that are tall and gangly on the bike, I was like, oh, they're fucking mutants. Exactly. mutants. I knew exactly what the guy was talking about. Yep. <laughs> so, so jacked. Uh, but Jax did look really big on a, on a KTM. Yep. Hunched over. So the style has gotten much better. I mean, much and that better. could be accredited to you just changing or just the bike. Because trust yeah. me. Well, it, as soon as I got on the Honda, you know, whether my whether my whether me changing my style as of recently, it's helped it. But as soon as I got on the Honda, it was a big difference. Yeah. Just just watching a video of me, I looked good on the bike. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you, I let Jax ride several different bikes while he was here for a little bit. Rode a Yamaha. 
Rode a Honda. What else did you ride? KTM. Uh, yeah, KTM. New gas, s- gas. KTM. Gas. I, gas. Did I? I think I did a day on a Kawasaki. Yeah, you rode Maybe a, a little bit. Yeah. 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 And then you like the. I thought you were gonna go Yamaha, but you toached with the Honda. Yep. Okay. And then that just turned into, um, the SLR ride. Well, yeah. I mean, it turned into just me doing my own thing on Hondas. Like Your dad bought two bikes, right? Yeah, we got two bikes, two two fifties, and then after that, we started talking with Mark. Right. But you know, like it wasn't like I'm gonna go Honda for the team. Right. It was I go Honda, and then we get this opportunity. So what's it like being on a on a team like this? You guys have been doing it on your own for several years. Yeah, right. What's the what's something that you've learned while being on a team, and just the things internally? I guess people that don't know. Um. Well, so the the biggest thing for me, right, is like there's not a lot of wins and championships to my name, right? Like it's. I can I 100% cannot expect it to be all given to me, all there for me, whatever I need, whatever I want all the time, right? right? So I need like like it's not going to be ready for me. Yeah. Like I need my stuff ready, my program needs to be tight, right? Like my my bike needs to be ready for the day. I'm doing my stuff. If the if the team's there to help and like I'm all in, like you guys do your thing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, like when I show up to Anaheim too, right? Right, and they have the full trailer. My van's got every single extra part in it in the parking lot, ready right. just in case. Right. Yeah. So the team aspect, I guess, so people want to know what it, it's it's not smoke and mirrors. It's actually they are helping you. They're getting you bikes. Yeah. What's 100%. the What's the deal? So um. What is your deal? Like, get, let people know what. Yeah. You get. So I get basically two race bikes throughout this year, uh-huh. and then whatever bikes that we've owned previously. They basically hook up with all of our, all of their sponsors, all of their parts. You know, I get, I get a nice twi- twisted motor, pro circuit pipes. Um, all everything the team sponsored by, right. you're a part of. So, yeah. fly racing. Yep. You're off of the other brand, which makes you look more mutanty. Yeah. Now you have a good right, Aiden. I I agree. You it it's just, it was gear, just baggy. Fly gear, Alpine Star boots. Is that closer to your mouth? It, it's pretty close to my mouth. Go ahead, put it more. There you go. All right. Flag year. Monster Army athlete now. Just want everyone to know that. Monster <laughs> Army I would like to everyone to know that. I have a monster hat next to me right now. <laughs> he doesn't take the damn thing <laughs> off, guys. All right. You guys are both. Look, it's what? cool. Like you guys are both. What? Look, you guys are sponsored by him. Look, I, yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be straight up with you right now. Yeah. Every single guy I've ever looked up to, right? They either have a Red Bull hat on or a monster hat on. I'm that guy now. I get to wear a monster hat. Okay. So I'm gonna wear the crap out of it. So but what I'm saying, at least in California, Monster is like bro, right? Because yeah. you get yeah, used like, I've been kind of thinking about this lately. Like, I go to like na- amateur national and stuff now. Like, it doesn't feel special to me anymore because I see Joe Blow over here. The kid's getting 39th at Loretta's and he's got a Monster hat on. I'm like, well, maybe, maybe um, you need. That's what I'm saying. So it's an, it's cool that because Monster such a huge influence in our yeah. sport, which I I like because we need companies like Monster. They're helping yeah, you. They're helping you. Uh, they're giving kids incentives. I want to wear the hat. I want to have an M claw on my helmet. I, they want that, yeah. right? Yeah. So that and that's what you wanted. I mean, that's that, what that's I. That's why wanted. I'm wearing the hat. Right. <laughs> I wanted the M claw. Because the helmet. the it's up here on a pedestal, right? It's yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, like Red Bull and Monster. If that's the pinnacle of what you want, correct? Yeah. yeah. Right. Rockstar, whatever. No one really wants. No that, one. Right? Yeah. No one. Really, yeah. Well, I mean, but they like, just don't. The M claw right? and the Red thing. Bull is what you want. Yes. So. I think 
you guys are could be an exception to the the M claw rule where you have I'm trying to think of the word without pissing people off. I get what you're saying. It's the monster persona is bro tatted, you know, like that edginess, right? Yeah, the, the raunchy the edginess, yeah, right? The raunchy. But they also can have normal kids, clean cut kids, positive influencing kids, not too much of a cool guy attitude type kids. Right. Yeah. That's what I said to you, Aiden. And you know, I, don't need to, I don't need to tell Jack that. I need to tell you more <laughs> than anything. Like, don't let that go to your head and be like, yeah, fucking monster, bro. Like, um, and then act like you're a cool dude, right? Yeah. That's that's lame. So you can actually switch that up. So Yeah. Well, and the coolest thing about my monster hat is I also have a Honda logo on it, which is, I mean, so some that's about really Jack's, why I like What, what jacket are you too. wearing right now? Um, on DMX. Okay. So Jackson, he is right. He has not taken – the hat looks like it's four years old now <laughs> for how dusty it Jesus, is, right? Jesus, dude. That thing is, uh, that Mark, thing. he needs more merch because that's, he's <laughs> – That thing's been through hell and back. He's been to this house several times since this ride has happened, and the jacket is on. Like literally that, I will go to the bed. The jacket's the, in the washer right now. The jacket is on 24-7. It, he wakes up in the morning. I see him drinking coffee. Jacket's already on. Monster Honda jacket's on. The hat's on. It's like someone's around the hallway getting ready to interview his ass at any time. He's yeah. ready to go. But yeah. but if there is, I'm ready You're to ready go. You're ready to rock. <laughs> You're ready to rock. All right. Um, go ahead. What's back, up? Okay, so back to the whole uh, after if you don't – if you think you're not doing good in Supercross and Pro, whatever. SLR is known for their off-road team. What if Mark presents you with the off-road ride? Yeah. Would you take the off-road 100%. ride? All right. Whatever – like – if I, if I get to race a dirt bike for a living, right. I'm in. Okay. Sold. Here's I'll race whatever you want me to race. The goal, past the racing, right? The goal is to ride dirt bikes and make money. 100%. I mean, that's my goal. When I said, okay, I had you, oh, shit, I'm mid-20s, late-20s. What am I going to do? I had to have a plan. My plan was I'm a good test guy. Will I be able to make money, put a roof over a head, and be able to ride dirt bikes for a living? I had many jobs. I worked with Travis. We we grinded slag off welds. We did other shit. But every time I got a different job, I was like, this sucks. I want to make sure I, I have a job that I – something I like doing, and I love riding dirt bikes. I'm one-dimensional. I love riding dirt bikes. So the goal is to ride, race, dirt bikes, whatever capacity. Yeah. If it's the pinnacle of motorsports, which is – our two-wheel motorsport is motocross, supercross, then great. Uh, obviously, I think it's a slot down, off-road racing. Yep. You know, sold, no problem. Yeah. Just learned a different discipline. So, you want to be able to ride dirt bikes, and it's nice to have a team like um, SLR to be able to be like, okay, not only do we have a motocross side of it, we have an off-road side to it, and that right. could be up. Look at Ryan Surratt right now. Yeah, hundred percent. Ryan Surratt, he's killing it. Johnny's helping him. Johnny Campbell, and he's racing National Hare and Hounds. He can ride Supercross. He's going uh, sprint enduros. Like, and he's killing it. Yeah, and it's easier for us motocrossers to transfer over to the off-road side versus off-road vice versa. Yeah, right. We've seen that. So. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about the futures. Now we got the lay of the land with you. <laughs> yep. Um, how was the whole experience? Okay. So, Dude. give us the whole experience. I mean, do you even know how much it costs you to enter? Do you even know that stuff? Is that? Mm, not really. But it was way cheaper than any other amateur national. Okay. I can tell you that. It's probably a couple hundred bucks to enter. Probably sim- very similar to the combine. Right. Yeah. So. All right. Give us the experience. Um, 
<laughs> it was from the from Friday morning when you get there. Okay, so Friday morning, yep. get there, right? Sit in the will call line, get my get my armband. You know, same thing as checking into any other race. Yeah, right. Um, but then, you know, I get to walk up with my gear bag. Like same thing you see on Instagram, walking into the pits with their outfits, with their yeah, with their did collared get, shirts on. Did we get a fit a fit pick on the no, way dude, in? No, dude, I really wanted to get like a paddock fit, fit pack. You didn't get a walk in F1. fit. You <laughs> didn't get what a kids w- think about. He yeah. didn't get a walk. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I wanted to like post something on my story, like F one paddock fit. Uh-huh. That would be that, so every, sick. Every time, there's always a picture Did of. You just say F one. F one. Why F one? That's okay. every because you're walking to every single time, every oh, single that, race. They that do where paddock fits. Yep. Oh, because into the paddock. So I get every week I go through photos to type my article, right? Yeah. And the, the first half of the fucking photos it's are all these guys walking in with yeah. walking picks, walking fits. No, and and oh my god, walking fit. Oh, Look, lit kit, paddock lit kit. That's a real thing. Not that's okay. okay. What would you? That, that's would a real you thing. Did you see that how O'Neill tagged you in their story and they said bring lit kit back? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, here's <laughs> the thing. I I started best dressed. Yeah. That's what I started in my articles before. Intic Nap started Lit Kit. Lit Kit, of, of course, has a cooler name. I'm old. Best Dressed is like what the Oscars do. do. So I thought <laughs> that would be cool. The Oscars have Best Dressed. Let's bring that to Moto. So we started doing an award every weekend, which Christian Craig won at A2, I feel like. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. Better than Jet, Absolutely. Right? What's Absolutely? <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, guys. Better than Jet? Jet's pink was like faded pink. I didn't really I kind of liked it. It was kind of sick. The yellow Christian's- kit, the yellow, yellow... Anti-social social club was the best. That was, yeah. Yep. I think the pink. I like the pink more. But yeah, I think cool. uh, Christian's whole Fox outfit was nice. That Christian was the one. sickest thing ever. No hate comms on FXR, but I just feel like that whole but, outfit but was put together. The, the Ken Block kits were sick. I didn't. I wasn't, I a, fan. wasn't a fan really? of them. No. I no, like Ken Block. but I liked I mean, uh, Anderson's. Anderson's Ken Anderson's Block was the best. That was the best. Like. Yeah. Uh, but that's what I'm saying. When you guys think about, oh, I wanted to do this. When you say that, like, I was thinking about doing all this stuff. Do you think you guys put things up on a pedestal too much? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Okay. Because yeah. that's we, what I we talk think, to. We think it's cool because you see all the other guys doing it, so then we want to do it because it's cool. But here's, so here's my problem with that. One day you're going to have to race those dudes. Yeah, right. So then what happens mentally to you guys? Yeah, so, I mean, that's that that was the other thing that they let me give you, was kind of hard for me. Hayden Deegan. I, right? Yeah, no, I hate it. Yeah, right. Hayden Deegan is in the limelight. He has all this shit, and... In the back of your mind, you're like, "Oh shit, I'm racing Hayden Deegan." You're, are you mentally beat? No, no. But 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 it's a little bit different, even for me and Aiden, because I've raced Hayden Deegan since we were on 65s. Right, like that is normal. Okay, Every, like I always get like DMs and texts, like, oh, "Were you in the race that Hayden Deegan was in?" I'm like, "I'm always in the race." Well, that's that what Hayden I'm asking Deegan's you. Like, Hayden Deegan's up your ass on the track, and yeah. you know it's him. Are you a little bit more? lenient on him because you know he's going to pass you or are no. you just going to you're going to freaking sometimes i am it's never with hayden deegan other riders i make that mistake sometimes okay hayden deegan because he has this big spotlight you it's think a, it's a target on his back because yes. of all this yes. yes with with riders for yes. me Cause yeah. steve, this is one 100%. of steve's points when he has on the show he's like brian his dad is putting this target on this kid's back 100 yeah really yes yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, when I see him in front of me, especially that's the kid I'm chasing. That's the kid I want to pass. When when I start next to him at Minios, I don't care where I come out on the start. I want to cut him off. Really, hundred percent. 
Especially you, after the Loretta's thing. Like when people have No offense, Hayden, if you're listening, but it's true. Especially <laughs> after the Loretta's thing where people like I don't we don't really know the full story, but the they made it sound like the Deegan family is a di- they're a bunch of dicks, right? All right. Saying they blackmailed the kid, they down to their cam, wanted to beat the kid's ass. It just makes it look but worse. But that's I mean I've I've known Brian a long time. He's not like that. He's actually yeah. a super quiet person. Yeah. Yeah. He's mellow, right? It, sure, I'm sure he speaks his mind when he needs to, but again, smoke and mirrors, right? Yeah. Yeah. Judging people before you know them, we're all guilty of it. 100%. I'm way right? guilty of it, yeah. So just know that when you guys want the fit thing and then do the <laughs> whole thing, just know I'm here to race my dirt bike and do the best I can, and who cares what someone else is doing. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, go on. Sorry. Everybody stand by. We're going to do some commercials. Be right back. ScreenPrintingDone.com. My dream is the world's most powerful t-shirt. Do you want to look good, but you ain't got the money? Trying to get some t-shirts made? Yeah, Go to ScreenPrintingDone.com. This is a t-shirt. You can get anything you want on that t-shirt. I'm about to show you guys how y'all can look fly. Your business name. That's my business. Your kid's name. Oh, Billy. Your favorite phrase, like let's go, buddy, or free jailbirds. I agree. Anything at all. ScreenPrintingDone.com. T-shirt printing business. Mention Kiefer on your next order and get 10 free T-shirts. That's what I'm talking about! ScreenPrintingDone.com. I know it's tough sometimes, guys. What engine oil should I run? What weight? Synthetic or non-synthetic? It's tough. But you guys, I've been running blood lubricants for about two and a half years now. I've had great results. You guys are looking for some great oil. The Barracuda Blood Series 1040 is what we run in all of our test bikes here. Um, It's specifically formulated for the most brutal racing conditions on Earth. Look, heat, high humidity, silt, mud, whatever you got, this Barracuda Blood 1040 can handle it. 1040 is a great weight for most motocross and off-road machines, even though maybe your Uh, Owner's manual says run 530 or 1050. To me, 1040 is a great weight. Check it out. Barracuda Blood Series. Um, It's been through Baja 1000, the 500, Mint 400, Vegas, Torino. All of our test bikes here. 100% synthetic oil. It's great stuff. Uh, You put it in, and I run about two and a half engine hours. I take it out, and man, it still comes out pretty damn clean. So, you can use the code Kiefer at checkout over at bloodlubricants.com. Save yourself 25% off a case of oil. They have all different kinds of stuff. They have suspension oils. They've got sprays, chain lubes, whatever it is for oil-related stuff for your off-road motorcycle. Check out bloodracing.com. Ride-engineering.com. You guys want to get some clamps, some bar mounts, some chain blocks, uh, brake calipers. Adrian over there at Ride Engineering has a lot of quality parts. And if you use the code KT20, that'll save you 20% off what he offers over there. So that's ride-engineering.com. And he is not only the guy who tests the parts. I mean, I help him as well. But he also has an engineering degree. Holy crap. So go check him out, ride-engineering.com. Use the code KT20 to save some money. You guys out there tweaking on handlebars and grips? Trust me, I do it almost daily. If you're looking for a strong bar but yet has a lot of flex, look no further than the Pro Taper Evo bar. It is my favorite bar out there on the market right now. Why? They have great bends. The bar flexes. I don't get vibration from the bar. I'm getting older. I want some flex in my bar. 
but yet I want it to be strong. And Pro Taper has the strongest and the lightest bar out there that actually flexes. So go check them out, protaper.com. I'm currently using uh, SX Race Band on my Yamahas. There is a brand new band that's just coming out right now. You guys should see that. It is called Race Team Bend, and that is what we use over on Aiden's KTM and my KTM here uh, in the shop. So protaper.com, they have race cut grips, they have sprockets, they have chains, all different kinds of things. Go check them out, protaper.com. You guys want to go check out the new 2023 Yamaha YZs? Thinking about buying one? Or maybe a two-stroke? The new YZ 450F is narrower, more compact, and lighter. It's built to do one thing, go faster. Don't worry, the old tried-and-true 2023 YZ250F, no changes for 2023, but still the great same shootout-winning 250F. And it's all over at Power Motorsports. So go check them out. Get your new Yamaha from the number one Yamaha dealership in the USA. The pros at Power Motorsports in Sublimity, Oregon. Let them know you heard it here. That's right. The one and only Kiefer Tested Podcast. Call or text 503-769-8888 and ask for the power price. I don't even care where you're at in the USA. Maine, California, Florida, Washington. Just go visit them, powermotorsports.com, or hit me up, chris at kieferinktesting.com, and I'll get you in touch with the guys over there at Power and let you go rip around on your new scooter. So fun. Dress properly for your ride with a helmet, eye protection, riding jacket, or long sleeve shirt, long pants, gloves, and boots. Do not drink and ride. It is illegal and stupid. Yeah, you guys know that time punishes you if you're not on top of your game. Look, I'm a competitive guy at 45. My kid is 15, and he is right on me every time we go out to the track. But you know what? You know what takes the guesswork out of who's the king for the day, who gets to talk trash on the way home? That's right. You can measure your lap times, you can reach your full potential, and of course, you'll never guess where you're gaining or losing time. Go to litprolive.com. You can email me, chris at kieferinktesting.com for a discount code on one of their GPS receivers. Getting started is super easy with LitPro. Pick a GPS receiver, download the app, and add a subscription, and then you're on your way to improve your lap times, get a better result as your, you know, than your buddy, that's right, because there's nothing better than bragging rights when you're on your way home. You throw your guy a text, who got the best of you, baby? That's right, I did. And you want to know how to do it? Lip Pro. Aiden and I have been on this for about a year now. Super easy to use. Look, I am not a tech-savvy guy, and Lip Pro is super easy for me and Aiden to navigate. And uh, I think it would be a great benefit to you guys out there. So hit me up, chris at keyforinktesting.com. Go to Lip Pro Live. You guys want to see anything related to how to keep time, how to improve your lap times, what section you want to improve on, all those things and more over on LipProLive.com. You like to go ride? Are you over the age of 30 like myself? Well, guess what? There's an association where you can go racing and you have a great time. Five motos over the complete weekend. 
You can go to oldtimersmx.com, but they're going to change their name to International Vet Motocross Series. You can check them out here very soon. But several races over several months all over the western United States. It's going to be a fun time. And let me tell you guys, I just went racing last week, and it is a great time. If you haven't been out racing in quite some time and you're an older gentleman or a lady, they have plenty of classes for you. There's people out there that enjoy riding and racing dirt bikes just like yourself, but hey, you got to go do it. You got to go check them out right now. Go to oldtimersmx.com. But again, we're going to change our name up to IVMX, International Vet Motocross Association. So go look for them. And if you have any questions about the series, hit me up, Chris, at keyforinktesting.com, and we'll get you out there and having some fun, get some gate drops. We are back. Thanks for hanging tight. On with the futures. Walk Like walking into the paddock was amazing. Yep. Were you nervous? No, no, not a lot Excited of Excited more than nervous? Exciting, okay. yeah. I don't even know if exciting is the word. Just happy. Okay. Just, yeah, just happy. Like wa- walking through the pits, getting to go wherever I want. Uh-huh. I mean, and then like the coolest thing was like I'm, I'm walking down in between like the mechanics area and just kind of looking through the track in, l- during qualifying. Right. Watching it. I'm walking back from the mechanics area. Roger DeCoster yeah. is walking towards me, right? He's just going down the mechanics area. I just, I told him, I was like, I just need to shake your hand real quick. Just five seconds of your time. I just want to shake your hand. Mm-hmm. Shook his hand, said thank you, walked off. Yeah. Who gets like, to do that? I was like, who the fuck's this? Hey, yeah. Roger! Like, no, Roger! Like, seriously. Let me shake your hand real yeah. quick, man. Come here. I did, Come and here. I did the same thing with Ryan Dungey up in the, up in the, up in the right. uh, bleachers. Yeah. Like, there's not a lot of people that get to do that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, or like even Dylan Ferrandis is riding down for press day into the tunnel as I'm riding back up, and I give him a thumbs up, and he gives me a thumbs up back. Yeah. Like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. I think, um, all right, so you go your first time in rolling into the tunnel gives on chills. your bike. Yep. And you and it opens up to the track. What is that like? Gives you chills. Because I know what well, I, I know I'm, I'm going to be me. honest. It's cool. Yeah. It was cool the first time. This wasn't the first time. Because I've done futures a few years prior. What? This was cool. When they had when they had the day after. The yeah. day after. So That's amateur day. That's not futures. Un- yeah, I agree. But I, I, I've seen that view where I walk out of Anaheim. Uh, There's, it's a it's whole different. different it's, it's different with the lights on. It's dark. The crowd's going crazy. Yeah, yeah. 100%. It's a different feeling. But it wasn't as ecstatic because I've seen it before and I've taken Your it. cherry was popped. Cherry was popped. Right. <laughs> I still don't think cherry was popped. So you guys both have those cherries, so you don't know what it's like. Right, what? And the, your cherries, right? You still have them. Yeah. <laughs> so when that those pop, then it's not as exciting later on. I get. Uh, what you're, I get what you're yeah, saying. Right. Right. Got it. So like, Bear obviously, us, obviously this, <laughs> obviously this is way cooler than yes. the futures on Sunday. Okay, let me ask you this. Yeah. To jump ahead a little bit, what's it like rolling down the tunnel when it's nighttime, getting ready to go race your main? Ooh. So, I, I was in race mode. I could. I don't even remember it. So you okay. couldn't really enjoy I, it. I don't. I don't remember the crowd. Yelling on the line. That's good. It was it was it was a normal race as soon as I was in race mode. That's good news. But the coolest part for me was standing in my pit listening to the crowd go crazy like hundreds of feet away from it as as the pros are racing. Mm-hmm. And I, and I'm just walking back and forth with my headphones on getting into the zone and I hear the crowd all fired up like that's going to be me in 20 minutes. Right. That's the cool. That was that was the coolest part that I remember. Because after that, as soon as I got on my bike, I forgot. Really? I forgot what I was doing. 
So that's good because usually you could be overwhelming. Yeah. Um. So that yeah that's, right. That's nice. Sorry, I got a text from Christian. He's tripping out right now. <laughs> That's something that Vital said. Husqvarna <laughs> is really mad. <laughs> um, okay, so practice. I was there Friday shooting a bunch of video. I got to watch a little bit of practice. But uh, how was the track compared to what you've been practicing on? So much easier. Really? Oh, yeah. Why? 100%. Everything was bigger. Okay. Lips were bigger. Landings were bigger. Transitions so how is that, how is that easier? Because because you there's so much more room for error. Really? Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Because Every, I feel like the transitions in that third base rhythm was really short. I mean, it's they might be short for Supercross, but they're not short compared to like you know going to Hemet or going to Paula. So you're just saying the track in general is a bigger track. Yes, there's okay. more volume to the dirt. All the lips are way bigger. All the landings are way bigger. You go higher, which you know that sounds scary. But so I, I would like I would way rather go higher going 15 miles per hour up a double yeah. than go 30 and shoot 100 feet. Okay. So, yeah. What about the differences between tough blocks and not having tough blocks? That was the practice? hardest part was tough blocks. So, here's I, here's my I theory on I had five this. crashes that I would never have gone down if there was a tough block. <laughs> right. 100%. And you're used to practice tracks. Right. That don't and have that, that's exactly what I told everyone. And the whoops at Paula or Hemet or any other track, I can go off the track. I can hit the whoops, right. and I mess up, and I go off the track. You cannot do that. You cannot go off the track. Here's my theory. Yeah. These uh, these uh, practice tracks that have, you know, legit track, jumps, everything, mm -hmm. whoops, why not invest into some, especially the factories, Yeah. invest in some tough blocks. Yep. Because I feel like you look at the pra practice track lines, all you guys are fucking on the we're right on side, the, left side, off of the track, trying to stay low on the low line, which yep. is, I, I watch these guys, and I told A-Ray and all these guys, I go, what the fuck are you doing over there? Right. You can't do that you in the race. You cannot do that. So why are you, don't be wired that way. And yep. I see a lot of these guys work the edges, and they just get ate up by the tough blocks. Yeah. So you teams out there, anybody listening, invest into something on the sides of the track. Yeah, I mean, like, your riders like a in. public Supercross track, that's pushing it. Because I did go down yeah, yeah, five I'm talking times. about these. But yeah, private. like Honda test track, right. Yamaha test track, they're, even like if you do one rhythm section a day, Yeah. put tough blocks on the side. Do the whoops, put tough blocks on the side. So, Jax and yep. all you amateur kids, when you're at the fucking tracks, <laughs> stay near or away from the edges. Don't worry about the low line. If you got... Yeah. Some dude getting you by two tenths or something because he's on the low line. Fuck it. Yeah, Who cares? Because he's not going to do that in the race. Who cares about the time? You yeah. know. But we're also ego driven in this sport that we want to be the fastest every time we go out there. But that right. doesn't matter. It's not going to help you. Right. So, I was thinking about that when you clipped the the tough block. I'm like, yeah. ah, I bet she's used to just not having anything around. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. That's exactly what I told everyone that when they asked what was the hardest part. About racing, it narrows the track up so much. Box. I mean, you mit, you you lose four feet of the track. Yeah, because every time I was practicing and went racing on Supercross, I'm like, dude, I feel like I can't move around as much. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's talk about the whoops a little bit. How were the whoops for you? Oh, I was good. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you crashed. <laughs> yeah, and the only reason I crashed is because I got out of my line and I tried to get on the edge and make a pass and. That's a good question. How many times did you get out of your normal line that you would take, and what does that feel like? So so the way these whoops formed for the night show is there was a really big V yep. in the middle of them, super edgy, 
but it, but you were low, right? Yeah. Like you really you weren't. Pop, pop, pop. Yeah, you weren't getting in the air. You would almost roll through fast and then kind of pop out. Yeah. Um, but then the right and left side, they were big still. They were the same size, cupped out, but you know, not like gnarly. So that's what I tried doing, making a pass. The kid in front of me wasn't hitting the whoops as good as I was, but he hit the V. So I went to the left, tried getting on top, skimming, and just clipped a little edge, pulled me off to the left just enough to where I hit a tough block. And it pulled me off. What about the other crash? Just too far to the left, like you said? Yeah, I got a little bit of wheel spin before it. Yeah. And it just pulled me off to the left. So I, I didn't clean it because I got wheel spin. Pulled me a little bit to the left. My foot grabbed the tough block. What did you learn? Yeah, I think it's, do you think it's, this is the way AMA should have up and coming kids race? You think this is a good yeah, thing for everything? 100%. The, uh, so there's more upside to this than down. Because people are asking oh, yeah. me, do you think this is the right way to yes. jump kids? Because yes. kids get hurt. We saw a couple yeah. guys crash their brains out, right? Yeah. So Yeah, but I also saw a lot of pros crash their brains out. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm at, but that's why I'm asking you. Yeah. Is this safe enough for you up and coming kids? I mean, this is the way it has to be. Correct. Because if we if we go into the pros, we're gonna get hurt a lot worse, a lot more quickly. When Right, Adamson. It makes it fun to watch for people. It's true, right? Yeah. Like I'm, the futures. I'm sure got crazy views. I'm like sure was, they pulled in a bigger audience. I was more excited to watch futures in a lot of cases than the 250. Yeah. Race. I mean, right? Yeah, like me your too. daytime program. Yeah, didn't even write about a pro guy. Steve hates it, except for A Ray. <laughs> yeah, a Ray, yeah. A Ray loves you. A Ray loves me. We're best friends. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Jackson Jackson. Uh, what'd you learn? <laughs> what was the thing that you learned that you that you picked up by racing this? Um, consistency. Yeah. So a lot of people were really good in qualifying, right? I think I ended up 10th overall in qualifying, which I was pretty pumped with. Mm -hmm. I was like four seconds off of the fastest time, um, which I was pretty pumped with, right? But the fastest time, Julian Bomber, went down. Second fastest, Hayden Deegan. We didn't go down. down. You know what happened? Oh, yeah, his bars bent down or something, right? Case Case, the jump, first lap, and his bars went and dropped down. Yeah, so the biggest thing I think was consistency, right? I went down. I was running eighth. If I don't go down, I might get six or something you know right park my teammate parker ross same thing he was up there and what he get sixth uh 11th oh he did yeah you got you got 14th 15th I 15th think. yeah yeah and i got lapped like i was literally riding in sixth with the lead group a lap down oh, and shit. just and just running the pace with the leaders so a lap down. what makes those top three kids so good compared to you guys because obviously, it if you're a lap down... Well, in, in let's, a, in let's talk about what top three kids. Are we talking about the top three in the main or the top three in qualifying? Let's talk top three in the main. So, top three in the main, right? It was Benick, uh, Casey, and Talon. Uh-huh. No mistakes. Yep. I'll bet you if we look at their lap times, they're maybe, I think, qualifying, we were 59, so maybe 101s, 102s. So, what was... Well, actually... But we they did, were we 101s, fastest, 102s pull that up. every single lap. I, I I I can almost guarantee it. You want the you want my text I gave you? Uh, nope. Just pull up the fastest times for me, and then we'll, we'll dissect this because I have it up on daytime, which is um. Ben, so I'll just, I'm just gonna read the text I sent you. Okay. Benick 102. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna write this up. Benick 102. That's his fastest of the main, right? Yeah. Yep. Right. Okay. That's that's. F- Bomber 102. Okay. Deegan 102. Okay. Hawkins 102. Okay. Cochran, 103. Okay, so what's Jax's fastest time? Let me go look. I think Jax's... 106, 105? Jax's fastest lap... And was it an eight-minute 
plus one? Six plus one. Six minute plus one. Jax that was the one thing I will say it needs to be longer. Jax's fastest lap time was a 106. Okay, so we're four seconds off, which isn't bad, right? Yep. Um, so how many laps did you guys do? Do you know that? Off seven. That's seven. So in essence, let's say you put your best, which is not going to happen, I understand that. Yeah, right. You put your best lap for seven laps. Yep. You should have been uh, 42 seconds off. Right. Which is less than a lap down. Yeah. Right. But your crashes obviously hurt you. Right. So you may have not, you probably wouldn't have got lapped yeah, if no. you wouldn't have crashed. Yep. Which is good. Yep. Um, so what these kids, what I've, this is what I've seen. I don't know how many people have told you this. Every time that I've watched between what separates the good from fifth back. Yep. These kids are really good standing up early. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was the biggest thing too. And they're corner. And, like and, the and this doubles. goes for the pros as well. Like you will see these kids as soon as they're out of the bull corner, they stand oh. up instead of seat bouncing. There was one where everyone had to seat bounce, which was the table over. Yep. On the third baseline. Even some kids were standing over it. Like Bomber stood over it. Benick stood over it. But I would say that one was acceptable because you yeah. got to get down in the pocket. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Right. But after that, you stood up the whole time, which is good. Some of these yep. guys would yeah, seat would bounce sit, the last three. Sit, sit, sit. Right. Um, but where after that bowl corner on the home plate. Yep. I, I need to be standing and soaking up the double. Which is tough to do being tall. Like it is. We've established this, <laughs> yeah. right? Me and Travis talk about this. Yep. It's tough, but this is why your legs are sore, right? Because mm -hmm. when Supercross happens, um, lats and legs, like you have to stand up. And it's harder than you think it is, people. When you see these guys accelerating out of the bull, toner, bull turns and then standing while they're doing that, that is a G-force that wants to keep you down on the seat. Yep. So it's very, very difficult. Oh, I mean, even if you find a slow-mo yeah. and look at the suspension just from a bull turn into a lip. Right. And a lot of you know how it. stiff Supercross suspension really is. Like, yeah. I'm an amateur. I can't move my fork sitting there. Yeah. Like, yeah. I need two mechanics and me to set my whole shot device. Correct. Like you guys know how stiff the suspension is, they're through they're three quarters of the way down coming into a lip of a yeah. double. Did you so on that third baseline, third you baseline. doubled right after you know what I'm saying? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Double, so double, you got triple, that rhythm, quad. triple, 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 and then you got that double, triple, yep. right? Where it turned into a double, double, single. Did you ever do that to the inside? Yep, I did it every lap to the inside of the main. So that evolved into yep. that line, which didn't evolve until late, late yep. Saturday during practice. Yep. And I don't even think it evolved into your practice. It evolved no. into other the practices. Pros, yes. um, I, did, I did it in practice, uh -huh. but just once. You didn't think anything of it. Well, yeah. I mean, it was, it was my option if I couldn't get the triple. But right. nobody was tripling, so that became the main line. Well, it's tough. you got these flat corners that don't have a lot of traction, especially here in, in Southern California. And you think, hey, just tripling and railing the berm. Right. It's going to be faster, but then that from the end of that landing to the berm was really close. Really close. So then you'd want to break, and it would lift your ass end up and slide mm -hmm. you around. Yep. So or these you'd are all just the be things. unsettled, and you couldn't get on the gas when you wanted to. This is what I like about having futures. These little things that we're talking about is stuff that you can't fucking replicate 100%. unless you're racing this stuff, right? 100%. Because then you could see what the pros are doing. You could replicate what they're doing. I tell him, I go, um... If you're going to follow someone, follow someone good. And that's yep. one thing I think you could have put yourself in better positions during practices. Yes. So I would try to follow someone fast. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Um, you're, in you're in no man's land doing your own thing, which is great to right. get everything down. But once you have everything down, let's feel it 
from a faster rider's perspective. Right. And then that way you you get that feeling. And then pretty soon that feeling becomes normal. Yeah. Right? Yep. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, the whole event itself was ran really well. I like that they had actually – you guys actually had a quite a bit of good riders. Yeah. Even some of the kids that I haven't heard of were really good. Yeah. Uh, 17 on a Yamaha. Cole really Davies. Good. Yeah. New Zealand. Ben Townley, I guess, is helping him. Um, there is um, – God, what's his name? <sighs> There's another guy from New Zealand, Josh Coppins. So JCR, Josh Coppins racing in Yamaha. Josh was a MXGP rider back in the day. That's his team that that kid's riding on. Okay. Um, Josh, me and him talk a little bit, a little bit over uh, Instagram, and uh, he's helping him. Mm. And also your your buddy Slade did good, I think. Slade yeah, did really good. Slade Even though that, like, here's here's my thing. The paper, you look at it, it doesn't look very good for Slade, right? But just watching him ride, I feel like he's way better on that bike than he was on his own. Here's the thing about yeah, Slade, 100%. right? Slade is small, and he gets good starts. That's what helps him a lot, I've come to realize. Well, I'll tell you the other thing that helps him a lot. Uh, you can't teach. What's that? He's Hard. a tough fucking kid. That's dude. what I was telling That's what I was telling Maddox. Watching him ride, like during practice and stuff, like lend someone by, like you watch other guys, they'd stop when someone's on their ass, let them by. Yeah. He wouldn't stop and let yeah. anyone by. He right. would just keep going. Right. Well, I mean, that would be the thing with like Slade and I is we're both kind of like that. So yeah. we found each other a lot in practice because we were, me, him, and Cole Davies were the three fast guys in our in our B group. Yeah. So we, all three of us would get out and we would put three, four laps down all together, yeah. riding together. Yeah, you guys are yeah. really similar in times. Yes. Yeah, and Yeah. I mean, Slade and I found each other a lot. Yeah. I mean, even when I went down, I got up right behind Slade and just rode behind him for the rest of the main event. And here's another thing about Slade. Slade just graduated high school. He's only rode Supercross for like seven days. Yeah, it's good. Like yeah, it was good. impressive. Did, did he did good. really good. Yeah. Um, let's talk a little about the guys up front. For me, um, I was at the goat farm... I don't know when it was. November, October, end of October, November for the 23 Yamaha YZ450 intro. We weren't supposed to video him because he just got on the team because he left KTM and he signed a short-term deal through Star Yamaha. So I don't know if you guys know this. His deal. Hold on, who months. is he? Benick. Benick. Okay, just making sure because he's like six that. months, isn't it? Yeah, it was really short-term, and they wanted to see what he could do. Do right. Yep. I was told, and this didn't come from the team. I was told that. He had to win Saturday night or else his contract would have been voided. Wow. So wow. <laughs> maybe that is an incentive from the team. Would it really happen? We don't know. But right. these are the things that you kids are going to have to deal with if you want to be on a team. You're going to have to deal with pressures like that. Like you don't have pressures like that. Yeah, you no. don't have pressures like that. No. no. You're not having someone in your ass. What the fuck? What do you mean you're eighth? What's that? Yeah. And then you're going to have to learn how to deal with that kind of shit. You come back and get eighth. You're like, dude, I, I wrote good. Yeah, right. Those guys, it's oh, a whole yeah. different. It's a whole different situation, right? So, you have this team working day in and day out for you. Um, so Daxton put it together. One, even though he wasn't the fat, he was think third or fourth he's in fourth, times. Yeah. Yep. And uh, he's he's a lot smoother on the Yamaha than he was at KTM. He crashed that. a lot on the KTM. I feel like. Yep. Um, he has enough power to get over those jumps and. For people saying, oh, the amateur bikes, star bikes, or like full-blown pro bikes, they're not. They're not. They're GYTR heads with pistons, um, the cam, and the guys over there at Vortex. I'm sorry, the guys over there at Star Racing map the Vortex. So it is an amateur spec. I did not realize, and I should have, 
known that that claim rule is in effect at these races as well. Oh. I didn't I didn't know that. I didn't either. So it's an AMA event. So yeah, the claim right. rule's there. So right. someone could claim his bike. So Duff told me should have done that. Duff told me, dude, we're all straight up. You can do whatever you want. And that was the case that you know Loretta. Yeah, this you whole, can have this bike. This whole claim gate thing. So um, props to Daxon. I think he rode really well. He didn't Con- ride over his head. Consistent. He, yep. Um, I don't know a lot about Cochran. Only thing I do know about is Brownie. Talked to him a little bit about me. To talked to me. Talked to me about him. And he's training him over there in Florida. And Brownie said he's a he's a little feisty little kid. <laughs> um, B class getting a second. That's pretty. That's, that's pretty really great. impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was at Paula the one day I was here this last week when he came out to California. He looked really good. What other B kids were in there? That's it, I think. Really? It really could have been it. I think that was it. I don't know Slade's much about that. now. Slade's A. I think they're all A. What about Bomer? He's, He's A. A. He's A. Uh-huh. All A. Okay. So not a lot of B kids within that. Base Flug is A. Temmerman, but he... What happened to Temmerman? I don't know. It's clutch had clutch problems or something? No, or? He, I guess he crashed. Yeah. Oh, okay. Watched his brains out. Oh, that sucks. I was just told he kind of hurt his hand and didn't want to race. Yeah, I mean, if you're not ready, you can, you're not ready, right? You can tell, yeah. dude. Like when you can, I it's can, a gnarly deal, dude. The thing, yes. so there's the thing I was telling mom. I was like, when I when uh, I left to go watch him for his first practice, I didn't get to watch the first uh, A practice and went out. When I was walking up and all the A kids were coming back, their faces. But like they just saw someone kill someone, right? Like the mouth wide open, eyes wide like open. Deer in headlights. Deer in headlights. Like dude, that a they just saw Jesus Christ gnarly. is what they just saw. And here's the deal with with you guys: you got to learn how to do all this stuff in a quick manner. Yeah. Like the combos, you got to pick up. That was quick. one yeah. thing that Beeks was saying. Like they gave the free practice was like five to six minutes. It was it was eight minutes. We had eight minutes for free practice, which I was pumped on because me that was what me and Slade did really good. Is we both went out front in our B group and third lap we did everything. Okay. So by the time first qualifying came around, all I was doing was just going a little bit faster. Yeah. And then second qualifying, I got that table over two. So whatever you want to call it, triple quad, whatever. So that brought my time up a little bit too. But hmm. yeah. Um so we had Daxton, we had Cochran. Talon Hawkins, good to see him actually put a good result in. He's had some shit luck last couple of years. Yeah. Crashes, getting hurt, bike problems. Yep. Uh, he would have got second, I think, if he didn't mess up. He screwed up. And which we did. don't, yeah, which we do not know where he did. Yeah, I think he tipped over in a corner, and that's when uh, Cochran got him. That's too bad. Uh, who got fourth, Aiden? I think Preston. Oh, Davies. Oh, yeah, Davies. Davies got, got, got fourth. Davies got fourth, yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Let me look. I got a uh, – so that's what I'm saying. So you got kids that you know you're going to have crashes. Mm-hmm. You're going to have all these things happen to you. Did it When you were out there, did you get tired? That was the one thing I didn't. No, you didn't get fatigued. No, which which I was surprised by because I was starting to get a little fatigued in the qualifyings. But throughout the night, I, I got better and better fitness-wise. Okay. All right, yeah. I got results right here. All right, go for Bennett, it. Bennett, Cochran, Hawkins, Davies, Deegan, Baseflug. Linville, Varola, who the hell's Braden Spangle? Braden oh. Spangle, Dylan Cunha, Parker Ross, Leo Tucker, Charles Tolson. Right, I got it. We got it. All right. Me. <laughs> yeah. Carson so, Forbes. Linville, and I thought you. would be better, honestly. Yeah, that's that I was. Agree. That's I was person. a little surprised when because he was it, it qualifying went him, Parker Ross, and me. 
Yeah. Yeah, I was a little disappointed in him. Uh, I thought. I think. I think though he just got back from an injury though too, so I think he has another. I think Preston should have been fourth. That's where I would have put him. Yeah. After the the Deegan crash, right? I was talking to his mechanic, and the mechanic said he's a little little timid all day. Yeah, which I mean, here's the thing. It's, we can sit there and be. talk about this all the time, but it's a big deal, right? I was. Yeah, I was it's okay riding. to be timid. I yeah. was. I was telling moms too. Like I wasn't even riding, and I was nervous just watching. <laughs> right. So yeah, there's a lot of things to learn from this, and uh, it's good that they're doing it. It's makes it good for racing. It makes it good for the spectators. And then it also it's also good too to get another other team's perspective on on you because all they do is watch nationals, right? And then they sign these kids to a pro deal, and they go to Supercross and they don't do shit. Well, I heard that. Um, uh, Bomer got a contract from Star that day. They were going to give it to him, but they wanted him to sign it that day, and he didn't. Uh, so what? Yep. I wouldn't. Uh, because it's a short-term one, just like the other one. And it was six months, wasn't it? Why? Why do that and jump into something that you're not quite ready for, and then screw yourself for future? Right. Why not? You know, if you're going to be that Wait, good, get a lot of results. If I'm that and then good, signed a two-year deal. Right. Yeah. So I heard that he turned it down. And he's going to continue on with Jamie's engine. Davey Millsaps is training him. Training him. I uh, talked to Davey. Davey said that the kid couldn't do two laps before he was with him. He said he was tired. Yep. Um, he had no problem with speed, but his bike setup was really bad, and he had fitness wasn't really great. So Davey's been with him for about a month, and he's turned it around a lot. He's got some new suspension, some stiffer stuff. Yep. And uh, having Davey around, God, that's got to help you a lot. I mean, the guy's gnarly on a dirt bike and has yeah. won many races. And uh, talk about a guy can go through the whoops. He can do that. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, when is the next one, Jax? Phoenix, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Uh, no. No, Arlington. Arlington, Texas. Arlington, Texas, which I don't know if my team's doing that. Okay. Um, but my dad and I have kind of been talking about it. I want to do it. Yeah. So it's possible. But Glendale is the next one that the team is doing. That's way down the schedule. Yeah, it's like April. Yeah. Oh, so. is it really? I thought it was after Oakland. Nope. No, no, Arlington the, is after Oakland. Uh, yeah, because so the Super Bowl's there, so they put this that Arizona schedule way down. Oh, okay. All right, one guy that surprised you and uh, disappointed you, Aiden. Go ahead. Linville is the one that disappointed me. I feel like he, uh, I feel like he would have been I, the Deegan. Is he on the firepower team? Yep. yep. Okay. I feel like it would have been Deegan Benick and then him. Like in that top three range, uh-huh. so he really disappointed me. Okay, surprise, uh, surprise was honestly I didn't really have a surprise because like I knew all the kids there would be good. Just lighting them up isn't even racing. Just lighting them up. <laughs> well, I knew they'd all be good. That, that's just the one that disappointed me was Linville. I just thought Linville would be better because Linville when he was on Yamaha team, like he would shred. Yeah, yeah, he was, he'd yeah. rip. No, I, I agree with that. I think that's mine too. It was like I thought it'd be a little bit better. Yeah, but we don't know. I don't know much about him. So I maybe think I think he just got back from an injury though, because he broke some dude in when he was in Australia. Yeah, some that dude was jumped gnarly. off the track and hit him head on. And he was in Australia. Yeah. yeah, doing what? The Aussie Supercross back oh, there. I didn't know he was doing. Yeah, uh, he's he's coming down the start. Straight. Oh, is that him that hit head yeah. on? Him? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Shit. So I think he just got back from. I think an he injury broke his wrist or something. Yeah. Uh, okay. Jax. So. Um. I w- the surprise would be Cochran, for sure. Mm-hmm. Especially just either Cochran or Barola. Okay. Just because they're they're both really small. Yeah. And I know it's hard when you're small to, like, you can be good at Supercross, but it takes time to be good at Supercross. Well, Troll Train was good. Right. 
Yeah. Yes, but but they both picked it up really quickly, yeah. which impressed me, especially Cochran coming off of a 125 onto a 250 mm-hmm. this year. Um yeah, that was that was really impressive. Um disappointment would be I don't know, I guess it would have to be Linville, like same thing. I I really thought he would be in the fight. Okay. To win. So, my surprise was Deegan. I've seen the kid ride. That kid's going to be good, dude. Yeah, yeah we all know I that. mean, no. I mean, we all know that because right. of his name. Right. But I watch him ride. It's really impressive. He's really good. Like, yeah. like, he, I, like he, actually, I was surprised. I would, I would say Deegan, but he was my surprise at Minios. Yeah. Like, I've already yeah. seen it. only reason why I don't want to say Deegan because it's his name, right? But right. after I've seen him ride, I'll take his name away and just watching someone ride dirt bike. Like, it's the really kid impressive. is really good. Really I got two. Good. I got well, no, go finish yours real quick. Finish That's yours. That's it. I had a little you don't got it. Okay. Two surprises, actually. One, Bomber. I didn't think Bomber was going to be that good. And two was Jackson. I'm going okay. to be honest. All right. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. I doubted you a little bit. <laughs> That's what? What did you doubt him for? I just thought he would be the first lap of practice and be shell-shocked about how Dude, he's been riding track. it for a while. I know, but nah. my boy if you, did if, good. If you didn't ride it enough, then I could say. But if you've been riding Supercross, let's say you have – Three solid weeks of Supercross. That's plenty. Yeah. That's good. If you do all the jump, those three solid weeks, you do the whoops, you do the jumps, and you put laps in, you're good. Yeah. Like, there's nothing that's going to shock you on a Supercross track besides the mental aspect of it, of being overwhelmed. As far as the track, you should be okay. Yeah. Right? So, I think it's fine. Thanks, Aiden. I would I would <laughs> I would I would have put you in that the 10 range, which I would have expected. There was 21 You were 10. You, cr- you crashed the one time. And then yeah. got back to Well, 10. that's what I'm saying. In the results, minus the crashes, if he was where 8 to 10 is where I would have put him. Yes. Right? Yes. And for you, that's where you need to start, right, to yeah, build. Right. That's a good building, yeah. Right. Mental block right here. Uh, last before we go, what's it like training with Rhino? Your Rhino's, Rhino's training you, Parker, uh, Viney, which is he's hurt, and yep. you. So Some other kids. People want to know this shit, dude, because he's a weird motherfucker at times. And um, I've talked to him by myself. Yeah. Away from social media, and he's normal. He is normal. That that's the like I have yet to have like a weird conversation with him, like like you hear on Instagram and stuff like right. that. Um, he likes his way. Yeah, like his way is the right way. Right. Um, and he doesn't like other people's ways. So you have to take what you can get. But but you. I, what have you I, learned from? What's one thing that you take away from Rhino that you liked? Technique. Technique is amazing. Okay. Um, and and that's the other thing that's helped me not be so mutiny. Does he? Talk to you about being a mutant? A little bit, yes. Okay. Yeah, like hunched back, right. over the bike, wrong, right. right? Like, so it's all about the hips with him, right? Anything bike setup? Um, or no? Not really. I mean, I think we've, I think he's talked about it, but that's the, that's the one thing that I haven't, I've had to understand that he might not be right because the only thing he knows is a factory team where he gets everything. Yeah. Right. So, so that's the other thing too is, you know, I'll take his his perspective from it, bikes, bike wise. Then I go to my other people and say, "What do you think about this? What do you think about this?" And then I, he's not I a tall come, rider either. Yeah. Right. So then I come to my conclusion right. of what I think I need to do. All right. Yeah. Would you rather have Travis Preston as a coach? Yeah. Yeah. He's mutiny too. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean Tra- Travis would be the the dream team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want Will Hahn as a coach. You wouldn't get anything done. <laughs> you don't think so? No. Why? Because you'd be flipping each other off the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when it will is tough. 
Will's yet, dude. He's gnarly. He's in shape. You know, I just got a video of him doing starts for the team with uh, just a helmet on and, and shorts. So that's out there. So awesome. <laughs> you guys send me that. That's a good one. No, I don't want to send you because you yeah, put it out there and we'll I don't need that we'll drop. Put, <laughs> put it in the whoop group chat. Be like, Will's coming out of retirement. All right, that's it. Futures event. Everything ran good. A little bit about Jax, how his race went. Aiden, uh, hopefully you'll be there someday. someday. Yeah, we'll get there when it's time. We'll get there. <laughs> um, next year. We'll race Deegan when it's time. <laughs> we'll get there. Next year we'll do that. We'll see how that goes. And, uh, yeah, so I think it was a good event. Looking forward to the next one. Uh, if you have any questions, Chris at KieferIncTesting.com. You can hit me up. Things that you want to add, maybe unsee in the show, we can uh, add those in there as well. And we're here to please. Jackson's on his own now. He's away from Colorado. He's yep. all by himself. He's like a little in fish SoCal. in a big pond right now. Mm-hmm. He does say more F-bombs now, though. He's been in California. I said F word a couple more times. I've heard him. He has, yeah. 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 So that's nice. It's good to hear sometimes. I'm working on it. Well, good. I'm glad. I'm working, on, I'm working on taking it away. No. <laughs> it's all right. F words at times are used correctly. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah right. Means it's you have passion. Yeah, right. Yes. Someone's yeah. going to email me. You know what, Chris? That's <laughs> messed up. It's so unprofessional. That's what I'll get. You know, my kid listens to this, and he'll. And I'm like, oh my God. Yes. If you're if you're a kid and your dad doesn't want you saying it, don't say it. My dad didn't want me to say it, but he said it. You yeah. know, Aiden knows I not mean, to say it, and I say it. I yeah, same thing. My dad says it all the time. Right. Yeah. I'm not gonna f bomb when there's kids and women around. But yeah. Right. Like, if we're talking with the boys, you never know. Jeez, up. Or when you're playing well, video I games. I do know. Yeah. I yeah. Know yeah. It will yeah. Slip yeah. Out. Yeah. You're yeah. playing video oh, games. Oh yeah. That. Would that, you got something going on in there? I'm just. You're, just, you're moving yeah, that thing around, sweaty. dude. Put it away. The dog out there, man. Put it away. All right, thanks for joining me. If you want to uh, hit up Heather at KieferIncTesting.com, she has some merch for you. Uh, if you're a young punk-ass monster athlete and you want to hit up Aiden at KieferIncTesting.com. Yeah. Real quick, before you end this podcast, me, I have something to say. Don't say anything stupid, please. No, so here's what me and Jackson are starting doing. We're going to make uh, our own Twitch channel, and we're start playing Madden. You just me and him. Say, just me and him. He just said, don't say something stupid. There's not something stupid. And then Let you proceed finish. to say that Shh. we're going to make a Twitch Shh. channel playing I'm not done. Madden. I'm not done yet. We're going to make a Twitch channel. We're going to play Madden almost every weekend, okay, Sundays. And then we're going to have a podcast about the game, what went wrong, what he did wrong, what I did wrong. sorry. And that's what we're going to start doing now. You're not going to have any listeners. We would have listeners. Dude, who cares about your game? You know who would love to see Jackson flip out on me after I just threw a 20? Only Chris. Chris would love that. After I just threw a 70-yard bomb on his ass and see him flip out and throw the controller halfway across the room and smack the bed. Gosh dang it, Amy. Gosh (laughs) dang it. And then he says MF for like 10 seconds later. I'm sure you guys turned this episode off already, so that's fine. fine. (laughs) Um, We'll see you next week. We'll be talking about the CRF 450RWE. That's just coming out, and we're going to be doing a little factory edition bike shootout. KTMs are arriving. New Gas Gas, and we'll do the SR. SR is really good, by the way. It's really good. That's a nice bike. You didn't ride it? No, I'm bummed. Patrick says it's really good. See you next week. Bye. See you guys. Bye, guys.